Hey everyone, we finally broke our streak of 100 degree plus days in Houston, but the threat of heat exhaustion and even worse, heat strokes are still high. Cardiologist Dr. Wuffy Moman of UT Health Houston and Memorial Hermann Katie Hospital joins me to explain who's at risk and what we need to do to protect them. And just a heads up, Dr. Moman was at the hospital for this interview, so you're going to hear some beeping and booping background noises during the interview. It's Thursday, August 24th, 2023. I'm Rahil Ramzanli, and here's what Houston's talking about. Dr. Moman, welcome into CityCast Houston. How are you, man? Good, good. Thanks for having me, Rahil. Pleasure to be here. Absolutely, man. It is hot outside. We finally broke the 100-degree streak, though, which is nice. But I need to know, how have you been staying cool during this historic heat wave we've been going through? Oh, man, it's been a struggle. I can't tell you how many times <laughs> I've been fighting with my air conditioning at home. Me, me and the girls, uh, my wife and two kids, we've been spending so much time indoors. We try to sneak out uh, early morning hours or late evening hours, but that's about it. But staying indoors has has helped, but we're, get, we're getting a little stir crazy right now. Yeah, and I think a lot of Houstonians are, right? And that's why so many are heading outside. And we've seen a lot of cases of mass heat exhaustion. So I want to start with that. Like, what exactly is heat exhaustion and what, what should we look out for? You know, you, you bring up a good point here because I don't think Houston has seen a heat wave like this in, in, in quite a few years. And, and the streak we've had has been unprecedented. And not only in the hospital, but I've seen personal cases in my personal life of people struggling with the heat. And, you know, when we talk about heat exhaustion, there's a spectrum. It starts with just heat cramps, just, you know, some cramping of the muscles and feeling a little bit thirsty and maybe some excessive sweating. And then on the other extreme end of it is heat stroke. And somewhere along the middle, some people start struggling with some heat exhaustion with symptoms of dizziness, excessive thirst, heavy sweating, along with some nausea. And they may feel a little bit weak or, or queasy. And you know that's the time where it's very important to recognize those signs if someone is around you or even if it's yourself before it gets to a heat stroke, which oh, at wow. that point could become life-threatening. So tell me about heat stroke. If you think you are suffering from that, do you? it's an immediate go to the hospital, right? Oh, absolutely. If, if, if there are signs of heat exhaustion and then on top of that, you're dealing with someone that's confused or unconscious, that's the time to call 911 because a heat stroke is a medical emergency. And if not taken care of promptly, could actually mm -hmm. result, worst case scenario, in, in death. Man, that is scary. That is scary right there. So we have a lot of listeners who work outside and we have seniors as well whose AC units might go out. So what can folks do to prevent heat exhaustion and, you know, God forbid, heat stroke if it gets to that point or or is it just like simply overheating? What 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 can they do? So, you know, this actually requires a lot of planning and Houston, it's it's always hot in the summers, uh, especially this summer. So Planning your day properly is, is key. Trying to pick days, if you need to absolutely be outdoors, pick times of the day where it, it is cooler, in the early morning hours or in the late evening hours. But if you have to absolutely be outside in the afternoon or peak heat hours, make sure you're wearing loose-fitting clothing, light colors that reflect heat rather than darker colors that absorb heat. And then also taking breaks during chores or, or your outdoor work and seeking shade uh, multiple times of the day. And most importantly, hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. And you know, not with things that could be dehydrating such as coffee or caffeinated beverages. I'm talking about water or uh, sports drinks that have electrolytes. Those are some of the key things. 
man, I'm over here drinking two cups of coffee every morning and then going for a run. This isn't good. <laughs> and, 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 you know, that's, that's part of our normal daily routine. And, and we kind of get yeah. trapped. And then all of a sudden you're outdoors and, and it's too late and, and you're suffering from heat exhaustion. All right. So we've talked about most of the population, but there are certain groups that are a little bit more vulnerable. And I want to start with one group that you talked about in the Chronicle, people that are on blood pressure medicine. What is happening with them? This is a very common occurrence, uh, and we see this all the time, especially during the hotter months. Some of the medications that we use to treat heart disease, such as high blood pressure or even congestive heart failure, are diuretics. And these diuretics help maintain fluid balance in the body. And the way it does it is, are the, you know, these medications cause you to urinate. And in and of themselves, they are keeping you in a net negative fluid balance. So if you add the extreme heat to that and you don't plan your day accordingly, you can get into a situation where you not only are on medications that are causing you to be dehydrated, but on top of that, you're dealing with extreme heat, high humidity, and your body can't regulate its temperatures. And its main mechanism of sweating cannot happen, especially when you combine high amounts of humidity to this excessive heat. So that's just a double whammy for these patients that have underlying cardiac conditions are on, and are on medications that predispose them to these kinds of episodes. So planning the day ahead, hydrating a lot, that sounds like one of the biggest things for people on these medications. Is that the best way to prevent any kind of issues? Absolutely. And in my clinic, just because we've seen such an uptick in, in, in heat-related illness, I've been counseling my patients that have been that, that are on these types of medications to let me know if, at the earliest if they have any signs so we can maybe even make adjustments to their medications, especially patients whose main source of income or living is based on or are based on jobs that are primarily outdoors. And, and being in my line of work, you know, it's surprising how many people work long hours throughout the day, maybe not in direct sunlight, but in hot conditions such as garages, car shops, you know, they're not, they're not uh, uh, exempt from heat-related illness just because they're in shade. It's still very hot out there. All right, let's talk about people with heart conditions that maybe had a heart attack previously. And yeah, they could be on the medications that you talked about, but are they at more risk of heat exhaustion? You know, I think they are, they are more at risk because when you do have underlying heart conditions, such as a heart attack or congestive heart failure, you are naturally going to be on medications that are either blood pressure medications, diuretics, or heart failure medicines. And I think that in and of, uh, of itself predisposes them to suffering from heat exhaustion a little bit more just because they're starting off on those medications. Now, you know, to take it a step further, I will say that heat exhaustion puts a lot of stress on your heart. And the way we treat heart attacks, you know, we open up blockages fine, but when these people leave the hospital, we have them on medications that allow their hearts to, to relax, and we try to slow down their heart rate, and for lack of a better way to put it, de-stress the heart. But if they're going to be in these extreme conditions, the natural response of the heart is to speed up, to accommodate for these fluid losses that they're having with excessive sweating. And when that happens and you combine underlying heart disease, that's ripe for a situation of a complication such as another heart attack or even exacerbation of their heart failure symptoms. Wow. Just, ooh, man, that is scary. That is so scary. Now, have you seen an increase in patients that are dealing with heat exhaustion or even a heat stroke across your patients or across the hospital? 
Oh, absolutely, man. It, it, not only my patients, but if I may, I mean, a personal example, you know, I was outdoors for a couple of hours for a funeral recently. And, you know, a family member had an episode right in front of me. Wow. Luckily, my brother, he's a first responder, you know, he's a registered nurse. I was there, we were able to quickly, you know, resuscitate the patient or, or, or the person there at the funeral. But not only in my office, but I, you know, I'm seeing personal examples in real life. As a matter of fact, I just saw a patient in my clinic last week, who described an episode. And I'm like, man, you were having symptoms of heat exhaustion. You just didn't realize it. Man, that is so scary that you saw it right there. And luckily, you and your brother were there. What about for our listeners that might run into an issue like that where they see a friend pass out or you know show any of the signs of heat exhaustion? What tips do you have to help us prepare in case we run into that? You know, I think first and foremost, what people need to understand is they need to call for help. And if there's anybody uh, around there to help, you know, have them call emergency medical services and then tend to the person, get them on the ground, lay them flat, try to um, see if they're conscious. And obviously, if they're not, then, you know, we need to start, you know, basic life support with CPR. But first and foremost, if this is a clear cut case of heat exhaustion and and then the person is able to at least swallow or is coherent enough to take small sips of water, that's where I would start to try to get them rehydrated and first and foremost, get them into a cooler environment or seek some shade while the emergency responders get there. Gotcha. Now, before I let you go, are there any other group of people or people on certain medications that we might have forgotten about to watch out for during this heat wave? There, there are so many medical ailments that people deal with, not you know, let alone heart disease. And there's so many medications, a wide variety of medications that people are on and that can have adverse side effects when people are exposed to the heat. You know, for example, there's certain psychiatric medicines uh, that predispose you to having heat exhaustion just because of the way they work, because of the elevated heart rates when people take these kinds of medications. And even some certain topical medications that people take for dermatologic diseases and with these high UV rays outdoors can cause significant issues with not only, you know, sunburn, but heat exhaustion when people are on those types of medications. But I think all in all, I would tell people, if you're on a medication and you're really worried about its impact while you're outdoors, really, you know, you need to consult with your physician to see if there's any extra precautions you need to be taking. Gotcha. That's the perfect advice. I truly appreciate you joining us. I know you're busy right now at the hospital and you have to take some time out here. So again, truly thankful, Dr. Moman. We had a great time learning from you. So we appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Rahil. That was Dr. Wafi Moman. You can learn more about him with the link in our show notes. Hey, did you enjoy this episode of CityCast Houston? Then you'll love the entire catalog of episodes available in your player's feed. Or you can head to houston.citycast.fm to find them all. From food to big news, we have you covered with everything that's impacting H-Town. That will do it for today. Thank you for listening, and I hope you learned something new.